December 21st, 2012. The zombie infestation sweeps across the globe. Nearly the entire human race is destroyed by the onslaught of undead, leaving a dwindling population to suffer in the wake of chaos and horror that is the apocalypse. Only two men can save all of humanity. Action. Welcome back to Juice in the Morning podcast. This is Justin Juice Kelly, your host, and with me again is Shane Jones. How are you doing today, man? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I had a really rough morning to start with. I would uh, go on a limb and say that uh, it might be one of the worst ones I've had in a while for a Sunday. We had a lot of first world problems, <laughs> yeah. just a lot of like spilling of things and... and uh, the dog got out of the fence this morning, and I wanted to murder her. That's I, the worst. I'm not. I'm not all for like animal violence and things like that. But I, at that moment, I did want to beat the hell out of that. Some dog. very specific occasions <laughs> it may call for it. Because I'm sitting here cooking breakfast, and she. It's my mom's dog, and what she does is, is she will when we let her out, the the rest of the dogs will come in right when they're done doing their business. They're ready to come back and inside. Then, and then one did not. And she's like, she likes to just stare at you, and you're like. Come inside, Leah. Come on, let's go. Come on, and she just stares at you. And then when you get real close, and darts and just runs yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, like a little fucker. Yeah. And so basically, I was like, "Fine, I'll just leave her out there for a minute. I'm cooking breakfast. I'll, you know, I'm making steak and eggs, which I think is a good high protein breakfast." Um, just throwing that in there. <laughs> um, so I'm making those, and like, I'm like, okay, I can like flip a couple eggs, make that, put it on a plate. Three to five minutes, probably. Did you have your juice this morning? I did, I did not, actually. Okay. Well, I, a lot of people are getting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the juice is loose, yeah, as the Smugcast guys keep telling me to say. There's um, so many cool things you can say. With <laughs> but anyway, so we so I, I, I look outside, and I don't see her. So I was like, shit. So I walked outside to actually see if she was maybe just hiding behind the grill, because that's what she was doing yesterday. Nowhere to be found. So I run outside the front yard. It's raining. And I look around, I don't see her, so I'm like, shit. So I just start running down the sidewalk because I'm like, I don't want her to get towards the road. So if I see her, I'm going to try to stop her because I don't want her to get a hit. My mom trusts me to watch her dogs for the weekend, and then she ends up with one of them dead. Like, I could not deal with that. Yeah. So I'm running, I'm running, and then I look behind me because like, I'm still not seeing her. I'm like, I don't think she'd go this far. I see, like, this a flash of, like, white. So she's, like, 
darting in between the houses. I've got neighbors that are like trying to catch her and she's just running all over the place. So eventually I did catch her. Um, I carried her all the way from, you know, about six houses down into the, into the house and put her in jail. So she had to, she had to be in the corner for a little there, bit. There's a few times when I used to have my dog that he would get out and I, and I just like got so tired of him getting out that I was just like, well, now he lives out here. Now, <laughs> now he's a, uh, he's an outside dog. Yeah, now. now he's an outside dog. <laughs> May never see him again. I don't know, but no, you just get really tired of oh, just ch- chasing him. I think it's just like, it's annoying to me because escape my, artist. my pit bull will like, he'll stop. When he hears my voice and like my mean voice, yeah. like he'll stop and he just like sits there and doesn't run away. It has to do with some kind of alpha. But the the two girl dogs that I've met are not not even girl dogs. Typical, German typical girl dogs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those bitches. <laughs> Those bitches. But uh, no, the the two that I know that run away like that, they they both just don't listen at all and they just run away and it's crazy and it's annoying. But anyway, so there was that, and then. Um, you know, the the thing that I've I've been dealing with a lot lately is kind of like a and I apologize if you guys can hear this on the podcast. My dog is sitting outside the door whining because he can't be in the room because he'll just sit and pant the whole time. So I'm trying to trying to figure that out right now. Jen is not here to wrangle the dogs like she usually does on Sundays. So, so it's I'm, kind of the lesser of two evils. Yeah. One was uh, a really. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one was, uh, well, if you this can hear like it, yeah, squealing kind of like, noise, it's, it's not as bad. I don't think. Ah, anyways, it's just drives me insane though. But, um, but Jen usually wrangles the dogs, but she's out of town. So we're, we're going to have to just power through it. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which is, um, just having habits that, uh, so this, the habit that I have, like an old habit that I had was, is I would always lose my wallet, my keys, my cell phone. Like I would just like set them down at places in my house and just forget about them. I solved that by figuring out, like, I need to always put my stuff on the nightstand by my bed. And if I don't put it there, I can usually kind of backtrack to where it was and why it wasn't there. The one I can't seem to fucking figure out is the keys in the pocket when I'm like carrying stuff to my car to like either go to work or go to the gym or something like that. I always put my keys in the like whatever pocket that I seem to put all of the stuff in my hands. It doesn't matter. It's not like I always put them in my left pocket or I always put them in my right pocket. It's always the pocket that is where all the stuff I'm carrying. So I have to like awkwardly reach over, try to get them or set everything down or you know, try to like kind of like fumble around and get it. And then I get fucking pissed off at myself because I can't figure it out. Like I like I've figured out how to break a lot of bad habits just by changing my way of thinking. I can't seem to figure this out. And it's really dry. It drives me insane because it happens on a daily basis. So I don't know if this helps, but this is what I do. Okay. So I, I park my car and I look in my car and I'm like, oh, I got to take this, this and this and all, you know, all five mm-hmm. or six of these things inside. And then I'll just say, which of these items do I really need to bring inside? <laughs> so sometimes I'll, they'll just have like a plethora of shit in my mm-hmm. car because I'll just be like, I'm going to leave this stuff and that stuff can stay here. And then it'll end up being in my car for like a month. <laughs> so. Well, the last, the last couple of days I've like been planning on going to the gym, but then I've been working a lot more hours than I planned on. So like, so that's just one of those things that has been sitting in my car for weeks. And then I just like, it's like laughing me in the face every time I get in the car, just like saying, hi, you're a loser. You're not going to the gym. This is still here from yesterday. Um, but yeah, I think that there's, there is like science out on the whole losing your stuff, at least, um, a study done by Freud, the 
coked out maniac that uh, had a lot of uh, weird mom and dad issue type things. But he did have a, I, th- I think it's Freud. I think he had a, a study or a theory that, you know, your your brain suppresses bad memories. So, like, if you're pissed off about something and you set something down, you're more likely to lose that thing because of the fact that you're in a bad mood. Your brain's trying to suppress that memory and suppress the the item that you lost or trying to keep you from that mindset. So it's like eliminating everything at that moment. That makes sense. So I think that that's a very, people can fact check me on that. You can get on Google. I don't care. I'm sure somebody's <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> There's always somebody telling you how I'm wrong just going to make a bunch of shit up and then just be like, have people just rip me apart. <laughs> well, when, I, when I used to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, I'd be like, how does like yeah he's just making it's this so up. easy to, uh, like bon jovi said and then <laughs> it's just easy to just make shit up and like go on a whim and like you hear something and you don't remember how specifically that you heard it or exactly specifically how you read it so it's easy to not say exact like you just butcher it because you don't remember the verb and then they get on there and they read it like exactly <laughs> and they're like that's not what it said and it's like okay well you're actually looking at it in your hand right yeah. now on google like you're reading it word I for think word the, there should just be a disclaimer at the at the beginning beginning of this podcast that just says like we don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> i mean maybe a little but not really so, sometimes we do sometimes we do but most of the time it's just it's kind of us just making just it up as we, we go along. like sometimes i just like think do i just think i know what i'm talking about or so now we're I... getting into like a weird like deep thought part, <laughs> yeah. part because i don't want to get too deep too <laughs> early because so. you can get down into it and think like you know, just like what I've I've been talking with people about with that the Vegas thing that we talked about the last podcast, yeah. which is, you know, there's already conspiracy people giving you all kinds of stuff that actually sounds pretty legit. Like yeah. it's like, well, you have your whole like I try to I try to go with my gut. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if I, if I feel a certain way about something, I kind of just kind of feed off of that yeah. and try not to second guess myself too much because when you start doing that, then you're like. I wonder, like, we were talking about this earlier, like, how I, like, I feel like I, I hate how I sound on this podcast, yeah. so, but then I'm like, I, just don't worry about it, whatever, who yeah. cares, but, like, it's, like, you always are second-guessing yourself about, but the best way to be, I feel like, is just kind of go with the way you feel, and... Yeah, absolutely. The the podcast today, too, is going to be um, including um, an actor from the Pantheon series. We've already talked with Morgan Smith and Emily Tishua, um, but today will be... Um, uh, Zeus, the guy that's the yeah. main character. So he is uh, Bo Bowker. I'm probably saying that wrong. So we're going to talk to him. Don't and he's, second and guess he's, yourself. He's, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be like Boker or Booker or that's something right. like that. But anyways, um, we're going to have him on the podcast. We're going to talk to him, interview him, talk to him about the Pantheon. It's um, They're actually releasing the second episode later this week. I think it's uh, the release date is October 17th. But we're going to be talking to him. But before we get to talking to him... I want to know, so first of all, the super volcano in Yellowstone, that could go yeah. off at any moment. All right, bro. And, and there's a news article out about it. Basically, scientists were like, it could happen at any time. We don't really have an idea. And it could just completely wipe out the entire Earth popu- Earth's population because right. of this thing. And my first thought was, um, first of all, there will be survivors. Would it be kind of like a zombie landscape where, like, there are some people that are, like, really deformed because of the fact that, like, they've been living under, like, an ash cloud and, like, or underground or something like that? Um, and also, why are we not – why don't we have, like, somebody like Bruce Willis that went up to, like, the, the asteroid in Armageddon to, like, 
let's have an idea of how to fix this. Or Pier- Pierce Brosnan. We were talking about <laughs> yeah. this earlier. Yeah, one of these badasses need to go. <laughs> or both of them. Team them up. Yeah. They can drill into one's the, like, the one's mountain. Like, Pierce Brosnan's British, right? So it's <laughs> yeah. like... Like, I mean, he already has that like intelligence. One's like sounding. so fucking American, it's ridiculous, and then the other one's all like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm try I, I want to hear your, I want to nah, hear your British accent. I, I almost went with uh, what's his name that it was like the old James Bond. Like I don't know, pussy here. He just says pussy a lot. Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Hot shingles, you shay. Yeah, that's perfect. That's way better than mine. We should we should just do a podcast where we're just doing Two shitty accents. impressions. I do have I do have one accent that okay, I'm I'm pretty it. proud. I'll of. I'll do one and you do. It's uh, it's Morgan Freeman. So it's it's more based off of when oh, Family so Guy Family Guy made fun of Morgan Freeman in the Shawshank Redemption, and it, yeah, and it's like, okay. Ever since I was a young boy, people have enjoyed the sound of my voice. That's so fucking good. <laughs> Mine's not anywhere as good as that. It is real fast and real specific. So, have you guys? You've seen uh, some of my friends out there, like my buddy Calvin, that listens mm-hmm. to this. As soon as he knows exactly what I'm gonna do. So, Beetlejuice. Okay. All right. So you know Beetlejuice from the movie. It's played. What's his name? Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Batman. He's awesome. Yeah, he's an awesome actor. Um. So I do. All right. It's gonna be real quick. And hey, how's it going? <laughs> He that's, just does that like good. he turns his head real fast. Hey, how's it going? That's pretty good. That's I like that one. I like that. And one. then I, I really want to work on um, what's the guy does the moon, the uh, the guy. Oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> it would be good. Yeah, it'd be awesome. If I could to, figure that one out. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, though. that I would have to like. Hello, when, hello, moon. <laughs> <laughs> the the, uh, the Morgan Freeman one. That was like spot on, dude. I was really impressed I, by that. I figured that out because for some reason I was like sitting there playing with like Snapchat or Instagram like a couple of years ago. And I was like, I just was, I looked up because I had always done that voice. But then I like looked up the actual like full script and like I did a video of like the full script. But it was like a Snapchat or something. So like. I think I should go back and do it and like actually yeah do like a real save long. it yeah yeah so who's what's the uh, lead singer of the Foo Fighters uh, Dave Grohl Dave so Dave Grohl was doing an interview and he was talking about how he was on like Saturday Night Live or something and he mm-hmm. was inter- um, um what's the guy that just the, the what we just said the moon guy. Oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember the dude's <laughs> fucking name. Christopher Walken was introducing. We're going to get you fu- a computer so you can look Jesus, stuff up as you're my talking. My brain just is like, <laughs> this gone. Uh, so he's introducing them on Saturday Night Live, and he's like asking him how you want it, like, how is it said? And he's like, is it Foo Fighters? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. And it's just fucking That's like, good. I don't. And then Dave Grohl does a really good impression of it, and it just had me to roll in. I. I think what I want to hear is somebody to do an impression of me. Now I do. Like I think that they just a really deep. I don't. It's <laughs> a really think, deep voice. I think that they would. Ah, uh, uh, they they did do it for the the guys from Cincinnati. The the pointless discussions guys. They did an episode where they basically were driving in their car listening to podcasts. So like they would like shift and like do a different one, like almost like little segments. Right. And they were making fun of the Juice in the Morning. That's awesome. Podcast and. And um, they did Hannah's voice, and it was great. <laughs> Speaking of that, Hannah's not here today. She's out of town. She's just a jet setter, man. She likes to party She's and likes to have fun. living her life. Yeah, and she She's likes out to. out there just living her life. She likes to make sales and party. So. Yeah, just since I've started following her on social media, I'm just, like, open to this whole new world of uh, <laughs> partying. Yeah. Um, but so basically with the, well, like I was saying, with the, the, the volcano, 
Yeah. You know, what, that could be like, you know, the, the start to a movie. And then, you know, we are in, we are in October and uh, we're, it could be the start of like a zombie movie because that could like somehow create zombies. Nothing like a good zombie movie. And so many good ones. So what is your, what was your, I would say, what's your first one you saw? Uh, um, the old, the really old, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember. There's like from, or not from Dust Till Dawn. But, was it uh, Dawn of the Dead? And then there's, uh, or, a, there was Day of the yeah, Dead, yeah. I think. So, the, Dawn one, of the, so Dead. the one where they're in the mall. Okay. But not the most recent one they made. It was like an like original. From like the 70s or mm-hmm. 80s or something like that. And this is really good because I always thought that was such a cool premise to like, because the mall has all that cool shit in yeah. it, and then they're locked in there, and they're like going to stores and taking shit and mm-hmm. getting guns and stuff like. That. So that was a really that was the first one I ever saw. Uh, what about you? I think, and and I'm gonna get shit for this from like horror fans, but I'm pretty sure George A. Romero's. I think it was Dawn of the Dead was the first one that I saw because they're at like they're they're on a farm. And, oh yeah, and, and they're like uh, have them hanging from trees, yep. and they're boarding up. The, I've yeah, seen that one. That was probably maybe the first one I saw. Too. Yeah, and then they like they board up all the w- walls and stuff, and it's almost like um, they're just like the zombies are like attacking and getting yeah. like, trying to get in the house. And then there's like a certain scene, and you know the the lady's trying to escape, and she like blows up a gas propane tank or I do something remember like that. that. Remember the redneck dudes and they're just hanging them from the trees, the, yep. the uh, zombies, mm-hmm. and they're just shooting them? Yeah, and they're so just like, weird. Yeah, that's, but it's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zo- any zombie movie is just like... Is- I had right a, I had a I had a boss because I was like in the process of buying my rifle and I was like you know I really want an AR15 because I want the more I want the more power and he was like no man you should do that 22 because I was looking at an AR15 and a 22 he was like you should do a 22 there's a lot more available ammo and if like zombies ever came around and I was like wait hold on wait a second. <laughs> Like you're my boss and you're very serious a lot of the times and like now you're starting to talk to me about you can't just the drop, most reliable you can't just weapon. Drop that in there and be like, What? <laughs> a zombie apocalypse. So um but I I he was like, you know, with the twenty two ammo, the the gun doesn't jam that much. There's not a lot of moving parts. He was like, That's the best gun to have in like a in a post apocalyptic world with yeah. zombies. What's like, uh what's your favorite zombie movie of I I the thing is, is people will, I think people that are like hardcore fans will like disagree, which I don't give a shit. I think all of the like 28 days later and like Those the 28 super good. weeks I think later made really well. Well, the reason that people tend to argue like purists of zombies is like, in those movies, they're not really zombies. They're like rage monsters. So like they have like a virus that they're like, you can still, I think you can still kill them without shooting them in the head, but they're just like, they've got that like adrenaline and like rage going so much that like if they oh, get I shot see. so they're zombies kind of but not, <laughs> kind of, they're not the classic zombie I get they're what not you're trying saying. to eat your brain I, I think that's thing. way more realistic than uh oh yeah I and walk, that's what and that's what I think walking is walking 2 miles an hour yeah. and like that's and then like giant hordes of them I like the the like um what's the with uh Brad Pitt the oh the World War Z yeah so that's obviously not that that went too far I feel like that's like an epidemic but yeah and they were like real strong it was weird but I like when they're fast I like because like that's more realistic to me I feel like if you're like that's what what would actually and I think that would be scary and I know that I am Legend is kind of like more of a vampire thing because they it's pretty good but that was badass too and that was probably one of my favorite like actually my 
It ha- and this has nothing to do with zombies, but <laughs> my very favorite post-apocalyptic movie is mm. The Road. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, that's, that's fucking really good. That's yeah. legit. I yeah, like that a lot. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, the zombie thing, like the first, the first thing everybody talks about is like, what would you do in that situation? You know, I've had dreams of that actually happening and like, you know, I, I steal like whatever car that I want and I like, yeah. you know, go where I think guns are going to be and all so this stuff. It's really funny. Cause my girlfriend always says, and she doesn't explain, doesn't just take to the trees. Just, we're just gonna we're just gonna go and we're gonna go in the woods and we're gonna just take to the trees and I'm like but nope take to the trees Shane take to the, and I'm just like okay whatever I did not see that coming <laughs> they That's can't a... get you I'm just like okay what says what says that the zombies can't climb uh, yeah which exactly. depends on all what kind of zombies that we can talk all day about these are the uh, squirrel the monkey squirrel, squirrel monkey zombies that are gonna they're like swinging through the trees like <laughs> yeah. coming after you and, be... and you're telling them i told you so like then, we should not have gone but here. then why not get on a boat yeah exactly I feel like the last thing a zombie's gonna be able to do is swim but you yeah. never know i guess well and then the book that world war z the movie was based off of um i actually read that and it talks about how the zombies being like somehow scientifically like being dead and like they can like walk through the water so like even in the depths of the ocean they're like they can like travel from one country to the other because like the pressure or something doesn't smash them for some reason i don't know so would they they have weights on them they're just walking on the bottom yeah like they just sink to the bottom you would just walk out there and just be floating (laughs) (laughs) exactly have you seen the poster for world rosy with the cat no. So there's like this giant pile of like humans trying to get to this helicopter. Yeah. And then at the very top of it, the, the very last thing you see that right before the helicopter is just like a little cat <laughs> with this Paul trying to. No. You have to see it. I gotta see that. I never even. And I, like I, you can't see it unless you look really closely because it's a bunch of people and you can tell it's like people, people and like making a tower up. To I have. To, I've got to see and that. And then just a little little kitty. Little trying kitty to trying to, like a zombie kitty. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to think. Um, but yeah, the the month of October is uh, been a pretty fun month, and having you on has been uh, definitely refreshing and just like a different different take on the podcast. Like I, I really it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I think we're gonna go ahead and give a uh, Bo a call, and uh, we will be with him in just a second. So I'm just gonna pause it because. Good. All right. On the phone with us is Bo Bowker, is an actor, writer, and stand-up comedian from Manhattan Beach, California. He has written a pilot for Comedy Central with Dakota Pictures, toured the country with comedians Joe Coy and Michael Yo. Joe Coy is one of my, you know, favorite comedians of all time, and uh, performed stand-up comedy in front of sold-out crowds in clubs and theaters, and trained with the Groundlings in Los Angeles. This is an up-and-coming actor and performer. So we're going to talk to him and uh, talk to him about the Pantheon. We're going to talk to him about other things that he's done. So how's it going, Bo? It's going great. Uh, thank you for having me, and thanks for the awesome intro. Like, as you're saying it, I'm like, hey, man, I sound pretty great. I'm like a pretty great guy. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> like I'm awesome. Doing something. <laughs> I'm doing something with my life. Yeah. So so the first thing that I want to ask you about, because of just the, the bio alone, what's it like um, performing stand-up comedy and, 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 doing, and working around Joe Coy? Uh, it's amazing. Um, it, I mean, it, it, it's terrifying for me. Um, it, it kind of started out as terrifying oh, as yeah. far as the, the stand-up stuff. I actually um, I started messing around with it when I was like 19 years old. My buddy that I grew up with was like, you know, our whole lives, people said, like, you guys should be comedians. Like, 
maybe we should be comedians. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And I just kind of went along with it, but I was so scared of it um, because just that instant reaction, that instant information of whether or not people think you're funny just intimidated the hell out of me. And um, so I never really committed to it. And then um, by by stroke of, of fate, I, I met Joe Coy, um, and started writing, uh, with him, That's like awesome. sketch ideas and yeah, yeah. And he's a great guy. And so I met him like right before he like got on the tonight show for the first time. Wow. Um, and, um, and yeah, and so, so it was great timing. And he always told me, he's like, you know, uh, to me and my writing partner, um, he was like, you know, when I get my, uh, when I get my show on comedy central, I know I'm going to get a show. And you guys are going to write it for me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll see, whatever. <laughs> and like, and a couple of years later, uh, he got the show and had his pick of a lot of writers and, and picked us. And, and it was really amazing. And, wow. um, that's and awesome. Yeah, and, yeah, it was great. And then so, so, but back to your question. So then, you know, a couple of years later, I'm writing with him and, uh, and he told me, uh, he's like, do you want to open for me in two weeks uh, at the Irvine Improv? So and cool. <laughs> on the in, yo, yeah, it was amazing. Like uh, on the inside, I was like, absolutely not. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but I knew, I knew that I had to say yes, and uh, and I hadn't been on stage in, in years, and uh, and so to go from not being on stage at all to all of a sudden performing in front of sold out crowds, like yeah, you know, five hundred uh, at the at the clubs, it'd be like you know between four and five hundred people and, yeah i can't even imagine it because <laughs> yeah i couldn't either at the time and, and honestly like it, it freaked me out to the point where like i had to talk to my therapist about it <laughs> like, it was very la i have a therapist for, for and and that's what um, i've i've always i've always like told people recently because i listen to a lot of podcasts that are like from the california area um and then like mm -hmm. you know adam carolla is one of my number one that i listen to and um he yeah. They, yeah him and dr drew talk a lot about therapy and stuff like that and it's something that i'm i'm very very midwest ingrained into my like dna that you don't go to other people for your problems yeah, you and but, that shit out but i think but i think as a personal like just a personal growth and like listening to all these like successful people that have used those you know avenues to like you know talk things out it's something that i could probably really use the help with because i get really inside my head about a lot of things so i think that um it's something that i've actually looked into and i haven't started doing anything yet but i it's something that's on the horizon I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I, I was of the same ilk where I, I always felt like I'm, you know, pretty in touch with my emotions and uh, and all that sort of stuff and, you know, feel pretty centered. And then uh, things started happening in my life, like like people passing away and things like that. And, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, good God. I Like, I think I'm okay, but I... This this isn't good. Yeah. Like I should probably talk to somebody. <laughs> like, um, and uh, and I did. I started going, and it was amazing. Like, um, I, yeah, I just think it's really valuable to just have somebody to bounce stuff off of. Yeah. Really, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I think if uh, you know, uh, when I get to that point of like having like a charity or something, yeah. uh, it would go towards like mental health because For I sure. think that's like the the root 
of so many things. And like, like I was listening to your, your episode from last week when you're talking about the Vegas shooting yeah. and stuff like that. And, and to me, the, the root of so many things is like this mental health, man. Like yeah. there's so many people that just need help. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Well, not yeah, only that, I feel like a lot of people feel like they're alone. And as soon as that they can, like you said, bounce stuff off other people, then it opens up a whole new doorway for them and they're able to kind of express it. As long as you're talking to someone who has your best interest in mind, then yeah. it usually works out pretty well. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, Highly recommend it. Yeah. And and <laughs> a, a, another thing that, you know, that I, I saw from your bio and everything, and, and we'll get into the Pantheon stuff too, but I'm just really curious just to talk to you about just a bunch of stuff with the groundlings. Like that's something that Adam Carolla has um you know, been very adamant about being very helpful for you as a performer to do classes with, um, with, uh, improv. So how did you get involved with that? And like, kind of tell us a little bit about the groundlings experience. Again, you know, um, I, I feel like it's a theme in my life where I was uh, dragged by a friend in screaming, <laughs> like, because, and, and, you know, with the thing with Joe Coy, where he asked me to, to do stand and, you know, to open for him, and I found that, that deep fear. And I was like, you know, somebody who is interested in my, uh, my involvement and, and, you know, being better, like, I wanted to know, wait, why? I don't want to live like this. I don't want to be so afraid of something that means so little, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, and so, uh, and, and, you know, so I found this sort of fear of failure was coming up in my life. And, and that was a, another thing where I was very nervous to go and do the groundlings. And, even just in the classes where it's like, oh my God, these 14 other people, what if I do something unfunny? And ultimately <laughs> now, like years later, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm a funny guy. People told me I'm a funny guy. Who cares? <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> Luckily but, you yeah, do so have I that, was, have that going for you because you do just, just from the little bit I've seen from you, you have that, like uh, I feel like a little bit of a natural timing 100%. that, that not a lot of people okay. have. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah, like, uh, I think, you know, and that's the thing. I think a lot of it is natural. Um, but like Adam Carolla talks about with the groundlings, like, there is some training that can go into it. And it's like, um, you know, that sort of 10,000 hours to be, a, you know, to be excellent at something. Exactly. Um, I've talked you know, about that uh, a lot on this podcast because I always make fun of myself because I always like I get hard on myself because I'm like I'm not that good at it and then I realize like you know the ten thousand hours thing I'm on episode eighty one that's only eighty one right. like you know roughly give or take an hour that's only like eighty one hours plus like doing a couple other people's shows here and there that's literally I'm like around a hundred hours so like I've got a long way to go on this thing. Right. Yeah. No, I, I totally know what you mean. Um, I think you're very good at what you do. Um, but, um, but yeah, like it is, it's about repetition. Like, cause for me, like I used to uh, do a podcast, um, uh, it was called two black women. I looked it up it was, and I loved the title. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. We got a lot of shit for it. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty controversial at times. Um, <laughs> and that was like when things were even just two years ago or whatever it was when things were even less PC exactly. or, or a little less PC than they are now. And, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but we would do two episodes a week, like one hour, uh, a show and and that, and we did it very much like, like you talk about with your show where you kind of shoot from the hip, you know, yeah. have some things that we'd want to talk about. Um, and that even more than the, um, the groundlings, I think, has been a big part of my ability to improvise. Nice. Because, I, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you know, doing your show, 
for minimum of an hour once a week and you've done 80 hours already and um and you have to be on your toes i mean you have to just keep going and and you know people are listening and uh and yeah so i think it's just great to be to have a co-host you know and just keep keep riffing with each other and uh, and that was a big part of my sort of growth process and and the groundlings was great um um but you know as uh corolla talks about too like you know it does get to a point where they tell you yay or nay (laughs) you know and it's like okay like this is pretty subjective um but uh but yeah but uh but it was great you know i met a lot of really talented people and uh and yeah you just get to go and work and have have a lot of laughs and and you know it, it's a great skill to have just in for anything in life really. yeah and and what i want to say definitely is like you know just like when i talked with morgan and emily like I, I am so envious of like the stuff that you guys get to do and i know that it probably is kind of like more commonplace i guess but just like hearing you talk about the improv and talking about the groundlings and talking about all of these things it seems almost like you know like uh a uh, like a promised land that I never got to and I like that was like my original goal was to move out to California right after college and just start trying to do stuff trying to be in stuff trying to work on stuff but then you know life gets in the way you get married you get a career and then I start this podcast to try to keep something alive that's like a little bit of a dream so um, but I love being able to talk to you guys and kind of hearing about this stuff because it kind of lets me feel like I'm still chasing my dream but in a more responsible manner, I guess. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. You are. You're still participating in the dream. Like, it's not, because you never know what can happen, what can come from from the stuff that we do. And that's why you kind of have to try everything. And and believe me, I totally understand about the the life taking over, because, (laughs) like, one of the reasons why I like talking about the Pantheon, I was thinking about this the other day, when we talked about being on, you having me on your show, like I was like, oh my god, those were simpler times in my life. Like <laughs> when because we recorded these episodes like just almost a year ago, and yeah. and now they're all coming out, and we're super excited about them. Uh, we got great responses from everybody, and yeah, uh, I definitely didn't know were, that they were recorded prior, so that's that's crazy. So that I, that's yeah, that's yeah. news, and I like I like knowing that now because that they a couple of the jokes kind of make um, they make a, they kind of sound a little bit more updated. I feel like like in my right, in my yeah. mind, like just like a kind of there was like a really subtle um, thing with the uh, main character saying that uh, you know a woman could run the run the company or whatever, and then just like our country or something. So that actually like feels a lot more um, that that it makes like I I get it now. And I thought that's what right, I thought totally. that's what you guys were getting at, but I couldn't tell for sure. Um, yeah, I think when they wrote it, they were probably just assuming that Hillary was going to be president, <laughs> just and, like everybody and now else. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now it, it's just uh, it looks like hey, should have been Hillary, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was recorded yeah. before the election. Uh, um, yeah, that's funny. So but like, uh, tell the, the tell the listeners a little bit about like your role as uh, Zeus in the Pantheon because I think it's been I think it's been awesome and it's a it's a very entertaining funny character and I'm so glad that you're actually able to come on the show and talk about it. No, thanks, man. Yeah, um, yeah, I play Zeus. So the show, the Pantheon. I know uh, Emily and Morgan talked about it when they were on, but the, uh, the uh, little web series, uh, the Pantheon, 
is um, it's like the office meets Silicon Valley meets Greek mythology. Yeah, and I um, and I love the whole idea behind it. Yeah, yeah, and it was created by Dan Fletcher, who's you know, a brilliant dude, um, and uh, I'm I'm so uh, stoked to be part of it. You know, it was such a great uh, great experience thus far, and, and like I said, I hope we keep going. You know, I, I think that you know the next step might be to to keep uh, you know sort of crowd crowdsourcing for for some fundage. And to keep making uh, the rest of the of the series. Yeah, um, and your guys is, I mean, just like what I've talked about before, and everybody should go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's the Pantheon series. Um, if you if you even type it, no matter how you type it, it will be um, you'll be able to find it. So just to give you a heads up, like just search for it. You'll be able to find it and you'll be able to watch it. Um, sorry if you hear in the background my dog whining because he's just an annoying animal <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh anyways uh like i said i think it's a great thing that you guys are doing and like the the production value is very very good like it, it definitely looks good it sounds good you guys like a lot of the so with the with the one thing like that i thought about was um do you do you get to like kind of like ad lib your lines or is it something that you kind of like um, had written and you kind of work off of like specifically off the script because some of those, some of those situations were really funny. Well, yeah, thanks. And, and that's what I love about, about being part of uh, Pantheon is the the writing is really good um, on, on uh, both of the episodes that, that we've put out. Um, uh, well, we put out the pilot um, and then episode two is coming out October 19th. Um, but, uh, um, and, and there's like a team of writers, um, and this next one is, is written by Coleman, um, Ranhan, um, and, and it's just really well written. You know, it's very thoughtful. They really know their Greek mythology, which just makes the jokes land a little bit better, you know? When it's <laughs> losing losing the, the testicles was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, well, so stuff like that, that's the thing. They write these great scripts, but then they're also, they give us the leeway to, and the trust to, to improvise a lot. Yeah. So, um, and the directors, uh, we had different directors for both, and they're both great. And on the pilot that you saw, you know, when we're doing the, the interviews, the talking heads like, like they do in the office, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, um, the director, Blair Cosby, on that one, he was, um, he was just pitching me stuff. He's like, uh, "What if you talk? What if Zeus talked about this?" Um, and Zeus, you know, and my character Zeus, he's kind of like a Michael Scott, um, yeah. Steve Jobs, but like just douchier. Yeah, just, <laughs> I love it too. I just, seriously, I was like cracking up the whole time I was watching it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he, he's it's great because he's you know he's the king of the gods, but he's still has a little bit of an inferiority complex. Yeah, you can definitely you know? see that. And so, um, so it's, you know, it's between Zeus and Hades. Hades is played by uh, Laura Lee Walsh, who you've got to have on the show. She, she's so talented. She's, definitely. Uh, really hilarious. And, and she, uh, so she and I have great chemistry, um, as do, as do Morgan and I. And, yeah. uh, and so anytime we get to do, um, some scenes together, uh, we're also able to, they, they trust us to improvise and you know we, we make sure we get what was what was written on the page 
um, we get that on film, and then you know they give us some takes just to go nuts and uh, and play around, and um, and they included a lot of because sometimes when you know when you film you know improvisation, you think, all right, well, are they going to cut that stuff? Like, you know, was that was did I go too far? Yeah. <laughs> you know, with my, losing my balls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and no, they they kept so much of our improv in there from everybody, and and I think it really, um, you know, uh, when you're able to just be in the moment and create something that's organically funny, um, I think that that comes through on on the screen, and uh, and yeah, and so I think that's part of why we're getting such a great reaction, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's why it's just so fun to be part of. Yeah, so so once again, it's that it's the Pantheon series, and um, I think it's awesome. So, what other kind of projects do you are you in the process of working on? I, I did see that um, you you had um, you just had twins. When did that happen? Oh God, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the big project I've been working on. Um, oh man, um, the twins just turned four months old. Oh wow, and. Yeah, man, it's it's insane. It's, <laughs> like, look, everybody, everybody who talks about how oh, it's the most beautiful blessing, <laughs> and, oh my god, it's the most, it's the greatest thing you'll ever do. They're fucking lying. Like, they're, they're, if they're not lying, they're being disingenuous because because you look. Yes, it's a blessing, and yes, it's wonderful, and you know, I cry sometimes out of joy. <laughs> but, but other than that, like it's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> like I just have, it's the, I just have so the, hard. Yeah, I, I just have the one daughter, and I can't imagine getting two at the very same time. <laughs> it's a horrible idea. <laughs> Look, we didn't choose this, but like. Fellas, if, if for anybody listening that is thinking about having a baby or even just having sex, <laughs> I don't I don't know if it is physically possible, but if you can just when you have sex, just just let one sperm out. <laughs> just to be safe. Just to be safe, man. <laughs> oh my god. Like nah, I I mean uh, uh. They yeah, create, it, they create like a, like some sort of apparatus for that to be the case. Like your condom, like will let one through like the mesh or something like that. The mesh. Yeah. More of a, more of a funnel really than a condom. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean. So, so oh. is it, is it boy and girl or is it two girls or two boys? It's a boy and a girl. Oh yeah. And, my, um, my little brother and sister are a boy and a girl and, and, um, not oh, to, wow. not to, uh, throw you off or anything but uh they are half my age so they're just now turning 15 16 years old and um <laughs> it's it's definitely almost like hell with them just so. to, just to hear you say half oh our my. age yeah. 15 and 16 that makes me feel <laughs> like shit oh yeah 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 definitely <laughs> yeah i was definitely i was definitely the accident they were planned and uh yeah, so that's why, like, I remember thinking when I was a kid when they were born, I was like, "I'm 15 now. When I'm 30, they'll be 15." And it felt so far away, and now it's uh, now it's here. So it's uh, it's a it's, it's a crazy crazy situation. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, yeah. my wife and I are in the uh, process of of figuring that out because 
we're uh, we're wanting to start the family type thing. But um, I always feel like uh, right now for me, it feels like um, it's kind of on a schedule and I, I'm not a big schedule type person when it comes to the uh, yeah. comes to the comes to the act of everything. And, and I'm the same way, and this was definitely unscheduled. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I always <laughs> wanted to have children. That That's the thing. This was the goal. Yeah. This was all the goal, was to find the woman of my dreams and have a baby or two, not at the same time. <laughs> not and at then, the same time. And we did, and I met, I met this amazing woman, Cassidy. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. It's so incredible. And then we ruined our lives by having babies. (laughs) (laughs) We were so in love. We were having a great time. We could do whatever we wanted. (laughs) Look, I love these babies. I love the babies. You know, here's the thing about the internet and podcasts is that these babies could listen to this show in 15 years. When they're your brothers and sisters. I was just thinking that. Fuck, my dad hated me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I don't, you guys, if you're listening in the future, all right, I don't hate you guys, but it's so fucking hard. But and, like, like, I just didn't know because nobody tells you. Well, some people tell you. Some people tell you. Some hey, people are it's real. It's going to be rough. <laughs> because that's the thing. I sound like the horrible, unromantic curmudgeon that I always thought was just the worst person in the world. And that's the thing. This is, having babies, I was like, I'm going to be the best version of myself, and I'm going to guide these simple minds and freaking (laughs) mold these lumps of clay (laughs) in this um, cool sculpture. And no, I'm the worst I've ever been in my life. (laughs) It all sounds good on paper until you try to actually carry out that kind of stuff, and then it just blows up in your face. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. See, I like that you guys are at least giving me – uh, giving me real, real information right now. Oh yeah, it's a total shit show. <laughs> like, like yeah. he, he's right. Whoever tells you, oh, it's like you just have to say that shit. But really, like yeah. he's not wrong. Right. Like, Fuck you, lying. you, you will, you will have poop on your face at least. Oh, you know, five absolutely. or six times. Like I, I'll just be walking around and it'll be on my shoulder or something. I'm just like, how? And I'm like, she didn't even poop today. I'm just like, I, I'm so confused by the whole situation. <laughs> that's it's so true. And that's why I tell my wife every day since pretty much they were born, I'm suing them. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as they have anything, I'm suing them. That's why they always say, like, you better take care of me when I'm pooping in my diaper. Because, like, that's, like, how you feel. Like, the whole every time I change exactly. a, shit, a shit diaper, I'm just like... Oh man, I can't wait till you know things and I can tell you like about this time when you like <laughs> shit all over the place and then rubbed it somewhere and I'm like, yeah, I remember when like in front of her friends preferably. Oh yeah. But you know, the the, the oh, yeah. embarrassing them in front of their friends That's is the, the it's the most fun. The I'm I'm gonna be that totally cheesy awkward dad that just says weird shit all the time. <laughs> so you're planning for yeah, it? Yeah, I'm gonna drop her off at school and go bye, honey, <laughs> like real loud. <laughs> those, those awkward dads, I don't think really plan it, so it's no. probably gonna be even worse when you're with when you're with you already. I got a lot of for I, I got a lot of practice because my dad's that way. Already, so. <laughs> but um, so oh, man, so. It's great. It's so, so true. We did talk about the kids, but then what about um, the other stuff that you might be working on and looking forward to the future? Because it's like what I always tell every guest that comes on the show. 
you're going to get like an annoying fan after this because I like and share everything on social media that the person does because I don't I try to not follow a whole lot of people so that I can support the people that have been a part of the show. So you're going to get a fan. Oh, that's but so cool. What do you what have you got going on? Um, I just did you know uh, I just did a film. Uh, it's a short film actually, um, and uh, I'm super excited about it because it's it's similar to um, to the Pantheon in that. I was given so much creative freedom, and uh, I play the lead, and um, it's it's about a lifeguard who essentially uh, he lives in a fantasy world, like he thinks he's the shit. Um, but, <laughs> I but, saw the pictures, and you're yeah. rocking a stash too, aren't you? Oh yeah, and the, <laughs> and, the, and the chops, and and rocking about 15 extra pounds that I put on because <laughs> my wife got pregnant. Um, I have it's heard funny that. Because we, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's a fact. I don't, my wife has lost all of her baby weight. I'm still fat. <laughs> you were like, pre- you were preaching to the choir. The exact same thing happened to me. We would go to like fast food places and like get a burger, and then be like, "But their fries here aren't very good. Let's get fries from this place." <laughs> and then we get multiple. We stops. would get, we would, and like I don't know. And then we eat all that at home, and like I don't know, a milkshake sounds pretty good. <laughs> I've I've only been that way, like intoxicated, like riding around on an Uber. Like, hey, you need to you need to go to Wendy's and you need to go to Taco Bell because that uh, cheesy gordita crunch is calling my name. But so is the double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> yep, that's what it's like when your wife is pregnant. It's like <laughs> no, seriously nine months of being drunk in an Uber. Only <laughs> you're drunk and you're the Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the, so the, the, it's the lifeguard thing. Um, what, Oh yeah. Yeah. What, it's, uh, uh, tentatively called clubhouse romance and, uh, basically, <laughs> yeah, the guys, the guys been saying it's like, uh, like kind of an Ace Ventura, uh, Zach Galifianakis type guy who, um, uh, he rules the pool basically. And, like uh, and thinks he's a shit, and then uh, and then a woman dies on his watch, and uh, he may or may not fall in love with a corpse. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to get too much away. <laughs> that's great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great teaser right there. I didn't there. see that coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, um, but definitely we'll, but yeah, ha- that, that's a fun one. We will definitely have to stay in touch because I do have a lot of writing ideas. I literally have no idea how to start. So basically what my plan was, was I was just going to start typing it out like a couple of stories that I have ideas. Like I'm not good with grammar. I'm not good with, um, you know, like I could probably Google how to write like a script or something like that. But like, I'm just right. going to start, I'm just going to start writing it. And then maybe just by knowing you and, and some of the other people that you guys work with, maybe we can work together and, and make something happen and make it actually look worthwhile and stuff like that. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll talk off the air too. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some, some stuff to, to check out and awesome. that I think can help. Sweet. So once again, this is, uh, Bo Bowker, I appreciate you taking the time, man, taking the time out of your day to do the podcast. You are like three hours behind us, so I hope it wasn't uh, too rough of a morning for you. No, are you kidding me? This is the best thing that's happened to me in four months. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate that. I get to step away and let my wife take the baby, (laughs) and I don't have time to go to therapy anymore. Trickling back to therapy. 
So this is my therapy. Yeah, that's a, ranting to you guys. I've definitely, I've definitely said that that like the therapy that I get from, or just the therapeutic feeling I get from doing the podcast. Actually, it is like the best hour, hour and a half of the week for me. Like it literally lets me talk about what I want to talk about. I can be completely me. I don't have to like hold anything back. I can say exactly what I want to say. Um, and I just think it's, it's definitely lets me let off some steam because I do have a lot of things that, that are going on and I would like to talk about them. So there, I guess I don't, I don't say everything that I think, but, um, it's just so that I can keep my job and keep everything going in the right, the right direction. Well, talking to like-minded people is kind of therapy in itself. So it's like super cool to talk to people that live on the complete different side of the country that have uh, similar interests and kind of think alike. Yeah. And like I said, totally, totally agree with you guys. Yeah. And thank you for being on. Can you, can you plug your like, um, social media stuff that like maybe people can follow you and that way, um, it's easier for them to get a hold of you and, and check out the stuff that you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm at Bo Bowker. That's B E A U spelled the French way. <laughs> Bowker B O W K E R. And that's on Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. Facebook. And, uh, it's yeah. good. It's good uh, that you got the, the name that you wanted. Because like oh, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of people, I bet if Shane wanted to, are you Shane Jones on Twitter and it's no, you're Shane underscore Uriah. Yeah. Because there's probably like, it'd be Shane Jones, like 2,732. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah, I'm Jones is the most, <laughs> might as well be a Smith at this point. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, thank you for doing the show. I appreciate it. Everybody needs to look out for the Pantheon this episode two. If you haven't watched episode one, I highly suggest it. Definitely check it out. You can find it on YouTube. Um, and then you said, what day was the, the date for the next episode releasing? Because I'm excited to see it. It's coming out October 19th. I think that's Friday. Um, and, uh, yeah, please, if you guys like what you see, uh, like the video, share the video, tell everybody you know. Definitely and, subscribe, uh, yeah, too. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get everybody yeah. to subscribe to my stuff, too, and it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Even my own friends and family. We gotta, I got to beg people don't subscribe. And without being that guy. Like, please like it. But, like, <laughs> I don't want to bother you again, so just do it the first time. <laughs> exactly. Just do what I ask you to do, and you don't have to Isn't do it. Isn't it insane? <laughs> it's, it's insane. Like, I like. I used to think that too when I put out a podcast, and I would ask like my friends, like not that like I expect people to listen to it like yeah. every week or whatever. Like, but you know, people that listen to podcasts, hey, have you checked? Have you ever checked out the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, I talk about my life and your life sometimes. Yeah. for an hour every every week. That's what you I always. That's what, any I, interest? I always yell at my wife because I'm like, "Have you listened?" And she's like, "No." I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start telling people that I talk about them in the podcast. Everyone, so they go listen to. I'm like, "Yeah, I yeah. talked a bunch of shit about you. You should go check it out." It's but, the only way to do it. That is, you know, appeal to their narcissistic nature. There you go. Yeah, but. <laughs> Thanks for doing it, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna finish this up here in just a little bit. So I appreciate you being on, and you have a good rest of your day. Thanks, man, and let's stay in touch off of the uh, podcast as well. Absolutely, I would love that, and thank you guys so much for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you guys, and uh, good luck with everything. And yeah, let's talk soon. Same to you. Talk to you later, bud. Anyways, that was Bo Bowker. That was a good interview. He was awesome funny. Dude, yeah. He was very funny. I liked it. And it was uh He wasn't it was, all business the whole time. Exactly. And we almost had to get him to, you know, say the kind of stuff about his stuff because 
you know, it's, it's, he's enjoyable to talk yeah, to. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um, so before we go, um, I do want to, I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, something that I've been working on is the, uh, beer review of the week. Um, that was fun. It was just like the podcast. I kind of just like did it. I set up some, uh, <laughs> end table lamps as my, as my lighting rig around my table to make sure the lighting wasn't too bad. And I, uh, I'm sitting in front of the blanket that's that's hung up on the wall and the jerseys in the background. It just kind of looks kind of shitty, but it's something that I that I wanted to do and I wanted to be doing it for the Bumming with Bobcat podcast. He has his own um, webpage and blog, and I just wanted to be a part of it. And I wanted to do I wanted to do more content for the listeners for people that are out there. Um, if you have any beer suggestions from Indiana, go ahead and send them my way. I really want to try one that I don't like. Like I'd really want to like go off and say like this, <laughs> this is, is this really is, bad. this is terrible or <laughs> that, that just immediately makes me think of the office episode with uh, Andy Bernard when he's like I could be a food critic this food is bad <laughs> or I could be like a movie critic this movie it is bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> no like you have to actually and that's the other thing about the beer review is like I don't I don't have like a a background in beer like I just I like to drink and I enjoy it so. You know, I know what I like, but I can't like break down for you what everything is in it as I'm tasting it. So it's going to definitely be like a layman's perspective. And if you. Well, I almost like that better because I just don't like when people taste things and they're like, it's got a subtle hint of this. And I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just say it tastes like. Oak and barrel, like subtle hint of it or something like that. (laughs) Tastes like. Barrel aged. Um, this was definitely made with hops from the California <laughs> coastline. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, never gonna go there. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're, you're talking get, about. You're getting a little bit of a salty flavor from the sea, from the ocean, the ocean coming over the. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, yeah, well, I've been to the ocean, so I know what. The, <laughs> I do know what salt tastes like. <laughs> and it's just it's it's something that I I think is going to be fun. I'm going to keep doing it. I think it would be cool to get like other people on too to like yeah. tell me what they think about it and You just, should get a bucket and like swish it around in your mouth and just spit it back in the bucket. Oh no, definitely drinking the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you can't be wasting beer. <laughs> Even yeah. if it's bad. I think this I drank I think <laughs> I think I drank two or three just doing the You should take one sip and like and say your little thing and like and then just chug the rest of it real fast. <laughs> I, I considered doing that, but um, the other thing is, is I forgot a couple of things. So like, I cut it together. You can tell like my yeah. mug is like half empty <laughs> on like the middle, yeah, and like right before it, it's full. So because there's a couple things I forgot to say or like do, and that's the other thing. Like I literally went into it with no plan. I was like, I'm just gonna drink it and just start talking about yeah. the beer, and like I. And what's funny is I had no like reservations. I was like, I do the podcast. This should be really easy. Like I could do this easily. Well, half the battle is just doing it. And then, and then doing it, I was like, I don't know what to say. I have no idea how to even talk and like, and do this. So, so it's going to, it's going to get better. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. And, um, we're going to definitely highlight a lot of Indiana beers. And I think there's a big audience out there for that. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna. Those are gonna be releasing on Friday. Um, also releasing on Friday is that Pantheon episode. So check Exciting it out. Stuff. The um, first one was super funny. It was, it was <laughs> the losing the testicles and then also not knowing that Hades was a girl was pretty funny. Like <laughs> they I just keep saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'd like to see what's in her underworld. <laughs> So he's like, somebody should check down there. (laughs) He's like, just for science. (laughs) It's so good. It's a good, it's a good show. Um, But anyways, like 
before we go, what do you, what kind of things that had, did you have on your mind? Cause I know that we kind of talked about oh, it a little now bit. that you're putting me on the spot. I'm not gonna be able to think of a <laughs> fucking thing, but, uh, we already, we already did. Talk yeah, we did zombies. zombies. Um, uh, did you, did you come up with a costume for Halloween? Man, I'm the last minute, like literally <clears throat> last year at the Negan thing, I did like hours yeah. before I was, and I was like rushing around going to target, doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm such a like a cop. I'm like I'm a procrastinator. We with pretty we, much everything. So we figured out what we were gonna be. Oh, um, and we don't even know what we're gonna do yet. But it's just Jen for work needed a um, jersey because her and her coworkers are getting like inflatable donuts oh, and I wearing a jersey, and they're gonna be dunking. They're gonna be dunking donuts. But you're gonna be. But I'm gonna be Daffy Duck. I so I'm gonna it, get yeah. like a hat with the like the duck bill and like yeah. the black hat for like Daffy's like face or whatever. And then Jen's gonna get like bunny ears and be Lola Bunny. But okay, should have been Bugs. I understand. No, no, no. So go ahead and uh, let's hear the impression of Daffy Duck. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I don't. I don't have Daffy. <laughs> like sucker, he suck a tash. He says something like that, right? He, no. Yeah, he slobbers a sucker and suck a tash. That's the cat. That's the. Oh yeah. <laughs> God. It's um, Daffy's always say? like Daffy's like he's always, always like bitching about g- stuff, and he like has a lift. Like he's always like oh, lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is from tickle. It's, it's gut tech time or something <laughs> yeah, like that. It's, yes. <laughs> I, can't do it. I just clearly need to go watch Space Jam. <laughs> Come on in, Jim. But um, I'm gonna definitely rock the jersey, and I think I'm gonna wear the jersey a lot next summer because it looks really nice. I'm really confused. How, how are you gonna be? Like make yourself a duck. I'm just gonna wear the hat, man. It's gonna you'll, oh, yeah, you'll yeah, know yeah. I'm you'll know I'm Daffy Duck, Got and it. it says D Duck on the back of okay. the jersey. Right. But I should have, like I said, I should have been Bugs. But I don't like Bugs as much as I like Daffy Duck. Like when I watch the cartoons, right? Bugs Bunny to me was always really creepy a, and like kind of, and he's kind of weird. Like he always is dressing as a woman and like you know doing weird things that is very politically incorrect nowadays. If you go back and watch those, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of racy compared to, you ever to, feel really bad about the coyote? That dude just, just no. cut that guy a break. No, man. he just, <laughs> if, if he would just, if he would just give up and, and why is he always trying to eat the same bird? And why does it have to be so like advanced? Like what his plan is like, yeah. it, it could just be, he could go get a gun and shoot. Uh, the yeah. Thing. Just buy a sword. Or <laughs> and then, but no, with Daffy duck, I always loved him. Because he was always messing with the hunter, but then like the hunter would kind of get him sometimes too. It was too. so cool when he'd shoot him in the face. His duck bill whipped around. around. Yeah, yep. yeah. that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, great. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's been a pretty good podcast. I think it was great talking to that guy, and um, I think we have a lot of good things coming. There's uh, we're up to like 430 likes. I think we lost a few because I posted a video um, <laughs> talking about Trump. We're not going to get into it today, but we might talk about it next time. Oh, politics! <laughs> but it's it. It's what I said at the beginning of the video. So if you do go to the page and watch it, watch the whole thing before you comment on something and and actually listen to what they're saying. And don't just immediately say, fuck Trump. I'm going to (laughs) fucking unlike this Facebook page because he just put a video up that says why I support Donald Trump. Do you want those kind of people that are closed-minded like that following I definitely want them to argue because that just creates content. That just creates content for your podcast. Closed-minded, just... Yeah. yeah, you can go somewhere else. There's that's the, fine. There's the door. But that's what's funny is like those the the likes did go from 4:30 to like 4:24 or something like that <laughs> right after I posted it. So I wonder if there was a group of like six people that just were like, like calling each other like, "Hey, I need you to do me a favor." <laughs> Unlike that, go dude, unlike right that fucking page. now because I have nothing better to do in my life than this shit. 
Yeah, that's probably you exactly. You could just what listen to it and go, man, don't agree with that part, but that was a super exactly. cool podcast. Yeah, but exactly. instead, you got to like let it ruin your whole fucking day. Yep. But that's the end. That's the end of the signal of the podcast. The dogs are barking. The wife's home. Um, I'm going to go watch my fantasy football kick ass because I keep getting texts saying that they're doing well, so oh, yeah. I better win. There you go. Um, but once again, for Shane and for myself, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Later. Peace out. I think peace out is somebody else's like catchphrase. <laughs>